welcome to the Military Child Education Coalition podcast, the show that illuminates a wide range of challenges and triumphs our military-connected kids experience. My name is Susan Sellers, and I'll be your host for today. This program is powered in part by Wounded Warrior Project to honor and empower post-9-11 injured service members, veterans, and their families. Today, we're going to be chatting with the organization, Our Military Kids. Joining me is Executive Director Kara Dahlman, Program and Operations Manager Michelle Tran, and from Marketing and Communications, we have Shelly Creaky. They're here to discuss the opportunities OMK offers for military families, particularly our child and youth caregivers. Ladies, thanks so much for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Kara, for those that aren't familiar with your organization, would you mind giving just a brief overview? Absolutely. Well, first I have to say, Susan, I think I have the best job on the planet um, because what we do is we at Our Military Kids provide extracurricular activity grants. Um, and we do this uh, through two distinct programs. The first is our deployed program. So if a child has a parent deployed with the National Guard or the Reserve, uh, they are able to choose an extracurricular activity grant during that period of separation. And the second program is for children of combat injured service members. And it's the same, it's the same idea where they are able to uh, choose a an extracurricular activity, but the activity is during the period of the parent's recovery from those combat injuries. So it, it's really interesting because even though we have two distinct programs, the children we serve have something very much in common because almost a more vulnerable subset of military kids, because the National Guard and Reserve kids are uh, not near a military installation. They're not near military resources. Some of the kids don't even identify as military kids until boom, you know, their parent is gone for 400 days on deployment. And actually the same holds true for children of combat injured service members. Uh, the family may have moved home. They may be in a more remote area just because they've uh, left service, uh, but they're still in that situation where they're recovering from injuries. So we were founded almost 20 years ago, and in that time, we have given out 81,000 grants. We're so proud of that, totaling $31 million. It's a simple mission, but it's straightforward and very, very powerful for the families we serve. What I really appreciate about your organization is that it's recognizing the sacrifices our military kids make here at MSEC and myself personally. I truly believe it's a family that serves. And so I think, though, what makes your program special is that you are focusing on extracurricular activities as a way to support these kids. Why is this particular area so important to support? Well, that's a great question. I think the reason we focus on extracurriculars, well, first of all, it, the research supports it. And it supports the fact that when you're engaged in sports or the arts, or you're going to camp, you're doing these activities, 
that it's taking your mind off something that's stressing you. So in the case of our beneficiary children, they're stressed because their parent is in treatment for combat injuries or their parent is deployed. So those kinds of outlets are very, very healthy ways for children to be able to make friends and find mentors and coaches. And, you know, it's actually at an adult who can not fill the gap, but kind of fill a void when, when a parent is away. So that's the real reason for extracurriculars. And then there's another layer to it because the children are choosing the extracurricular activity and they're choosing it in the community where they live. So there are all sorts of benefits from that, gaining that sense of community and being in the bleachers with your friends and neighbors. It really has an overwhelmingly positive effect, not only on the child's mental health, but also on the family at large. I also like when you're focusing on these extracurricular activities, and as you said, the military child gets to, to choose, this is giving them that opportunity just to be a kid, something to look forward to, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, during a deployment, there's so many other extra responsibilities our military kids may be asked to do, or just having that stress, oftentimes that can overtake, you know, what you're thinking about from day to day. So I really appreciate that this gives these kids this opportunity just to focus on themselves, build that self-confidence as they get older, and just to be a kid, as I said. And in fact, Shelly, you were a recipient of one of these grants when your dad was serving. Is that right? It is. It's true. Yes. So my dad recently retired from the Army National Guard, where he served for almost 35 years, so more than my entire lifetime. So he deployed overseas when I was a senior in high school, leaving behind my mom, me, and my three younger sisters, and my brother, who was in college. So it was an upheaval of a year, to say the least. And so we knew that he'd be missing so many important events that year. Um, You know, my prom, my 18th birthday, Christmas, so many different important events. And it was a bummer. You know, it was not the way I wanted to spend my senior year of high school. But then my mom found out about our military kids, and it really did change that entire year for us. So I was rowing on my high school's crew team, which is not a cheap sport. It was very expensive. And our military kids came in and covered the entire activity cost, which I know lifted such a big weight off my mom's shoulders. And it allowed me to continue in that sport that I loved and get to connect with all of my friends who were in crew and with amazing mentors who are still in my life today and get to share that with my dad whenever we would talk with him, you know, to share what I was doing out on the water and and how the regattas were going. And it was such a positive thing. And then for my younger sisters, they actually weren't in any extracurricular activities at the time. And so this gave my mom the opportunity to financially be able to go to them and say, you know, what do you want to do? Is there anything that you've been wanting to do? And of course, they came to her with ideas. So two of them chose horseback riding, which of course is another expensive sport, but they got to do it together and it was so much fun for them. And it was fun for all of us to be able to see them take part in that and to get to watch and to see the photos and videos of that and to share that with our dad as well. And then my other sister had always dreamed of taking voice lessons. 
And so she got to do that in Washington, D.C., which was so cool and something we still all talk about. Um, so we got to go to her recitals and it, it really just brought us all together as a family unit that year and, and kept us all active and connected and it gave us something new to talk to our dad about. And I know it lifted a weight off my mom's shoulders. And I know that for my dad, he could, you know, feel a little better about being away from us for a full year, knowing that we were being taken care of and that there was someone looking out for us during that time. And personally, as you know, I was, I turned 18 that year. I remember getting the packet in the mail from our military kids and thinking, you know, I, I'd never gotten anything like this before. I'd never gotten any kind of recognition like this before. And it really did make an impact on my life, clearly. Um, but I, you know, it just, it really did turn that entire year around for us. And something fun too, at the end of that year is that when my dad came back, he actually came back in time to take part in the parent row that happens at the end of the year for the crew kids. So it's something where all the parents come and we get to throw them in a boat and, and watch them race against each other. And so he got to get a little taste of the activity that I'd been in all year. And I think, you know, it, it was something that really connected him to me and me to him. And it, of course, was such a fun memory for us all. So it's so great to be able to to relate in that way to families who are receiving grants now through our program and to be able to help out other military families. It's just so rewarding. Okay, I have to take a minute, Shelly, because I have tears in my eyes. Oh. I mean, I cannot think of a better way to illustrate the importance of the OMK grants than your story. Um, so Thank I you. really, I really appreciate you sharing that. It just truly reinforces the impact uh, that these grants can have on our, our mm -hmm. military families. And that's what it's all about. And speaking of impacts, our military kids and MSEC, we've joined the Hidden Helper Coalition, which provides support and shines a light on military child and youth caregivers. And I know OMK has been serving this population since 2008. How has the mission, though, evolved since joining the coalition? And would you share a little bit more detail for our Hidden Helpers interested in applying for the grant? Well, being part of the Hidden Helpers Coalition has been such a great experience for us um, and it has given our grant program great exposure to the wounded, ill, and injured community. And as a result, we've seen a 37% increase in grants awarded for our combat injured program over the last year. And that is the largest increase for the program since it was created. So it's very easy to apply for both our deployed and combat injured programs um, through our website. But I'm gonna mainly focus on the details on how to apply for our combat injured program. For our combat injured program, each child can receive a grant every six months up to a total of four grants plus a one-time fifth flex grant that each child can use at any point in time without any time restrictions or they can use it at the same time as one of the other four regular grants. And each grant is up to $300. So there's a total benefit of potentially $1,500 towards the child's activities. And for a veteran families, you know, on a fixed budget, that's a lot of money. Uh, and one of the requirements uh, for our program is that a veteran is actively engaged in treatment for their combat-related injury or illness and have a medical practitioner or case manager verify that in writing. But if this is an obstacle for any family or um, individual, we are more than willing to work and help with the families with their unique situations and help them in ob obtaining the proper documentation to apply for our grants. 
In addition to the grants that you've provided, you've also introduced the Courageous Kid Contest. I'd love to hear more about this initiative. Yes, so this is our third year running the Courageous Kids Contest. So this began as we were looking back at the year 2020 and at all the kids who went above and beyond at school and their activities with their families and in their communities during a pandemic year while also having a parent deployed or in recovery. So we really just wanted to shine a spotlight on those kids and give them you know, the platform to share their story during April's month of the military child. And so here we are in our third year of the contest. And so what it is, is we open up nominations from parents, teachers, mentors, other community members to nominate a military child between the ages of three to 18 who had a parent who was deployed with the National Guard or Reserve or in recovery from combat-related injuries in the previous year. We're really looking for kids who've shown a, an extraordinary amount of courage, resilience, and strength in, you know, in their communities, activities, school, and with friends. And it's just an amazing chance to get to, to shine that spotlight on these kids during April's month of the military child. We announced the winners of this contest throughout April's month of the military child, and each winner receives a $300 cash stipend and a personalized award certificate. Again, just recognizing them for going above and beyond during an otherwise really difficult year in their lives. If anyone listening knows an eligible military child they'd like to nominate for the contest, we have nominations open through March 24th, 2023 at ourmilitarykids.org contest. Well, I think that's just another great way of honoring our military kids and how they also serve as well. And you've added an element to this contest now called the Hidden Helper Hero Award. Yes. So we're so excited to be offering the Hidden Helper Hero Award for the second year as part of the Courageous Kids Contest. And this falls under the umbrella of the combat injured side of the contest. So we're really looking to recognize the children who go above and beyond and also fill a caregiving role for one or both parents who were combat injured. According to a recent Mathematica study, there are more than 2 million caregiving kids in America that we think really deserve that extra recognition. And especially as we've joined the Hidden Helper Coalition, we're really looking to give Hidden Helpers an additional platform to share their story and to have their voice heard. Last year, we started the Hidden Helper Hero Award out with an exceptional young girl named Azara. She's from Virginia. She has two parents who are both Air Force veterans, one of whom was combat injured, and she has become a caregiver for both. Just in her day-to-day life, she, she's going above and beyond and helping both parents, helping to keep the household running and doing these little things, that role that, that most kids don't have. And so we're really excited to be offering that again this year as part of the contest. I agree with you, Shelly. I believe that when we can honor these kids, we also are able to elevate their challenges and their triumphs. So hopefully we can have Azara on the show later this year to share her story so that we can learn and find more ways to offer support. Now, for our listeners that maybe want to get more information, I know you mentioned a website earlier, but would you share that again and any last bits of advice or tips that they should consider when looking at these programs? Yes, so families can visit our website at ourmilitarykids.org and on social media on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Our Military Kids.
Well, we'll make sure to include this link in the show's notes, along with some more information about the Hidden Helpers Coalition. Ladies, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so grateful for your time and for your continued dedication to our military connected kids. Our pleasure, Susan. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Susan. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe. And don't forget to leave us a comment to let us know the topics you want to hear more about. We'd like to give a special thanks again to the Wounded Warrior Project for supporting this episode. And we hope you will too by giving today's show a five-star rating. For more information about MSEC's programs, go to www.militarychild.org. I'm Susan Sellers. Until next time, live a great story.